VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Better at Everything, a no bullshit, absolutely practical self-help show for anyone who feels stuck. This season, we're talking agency with Paul Knapper and Tony Rayo. In the last episode, they told you to take note of all the external stimulation in your environment. The same is true of the people in your life. What kind of energy do the people around you have? We are all hardwired to pick up emotional cues from one another. And one of the fundamentals to feeling more agency is having supportive people around you. They call this associating selectively. Now we're going to go to Paul and he'll tell us what a rosebush has to do with associating selectively. Keep listening and get better at everything. So I want to start the episode today by talking about a story that a friend recently shared with me. She bought a plant, a a struggling rosebush, as it were, And she was determined to nurse it to health. And she did so. And the plant started growing. It was very small, but it started growing. Nice green shoots. Everything looked to be coming along swimmingly. When all of a sudden she she noticed the plant wasn't doing so well. It started to look sick. It started to get brown. And she determined after some amount of thought and observation that it actually had bugs. It had aphids. The aphids were literally sucking the life out of this little bush that was just trying to get started. So this applies to the people in our lives because similar to the aphids who were draining the life out of this small plant, the people in our lives largely determine our level of health and our level of agency. Being around really supportive, uh, challenging, interesting people, people we can learn from, people we can be inspired by, people we can be encouraged by, is the essence of agency. And, And our agency depends on us choosing to be around people who encourage us. Where we put our brain matters. I, I tell that to all the people that are in the office, which is, you know, the people that you associate with are going to be actually changing. The research shows your neurochemistry. We have this thing called mirror neurons, which is pretty remarkable. Most animals have it too. And, and basically, your neurons fire and light up very similarly to the emotions of the people that you're close to or interacting with. So that's why you feel a little bit down after you've been talking with a friend about something sad for a while, or a little bit jazzed up, maybe a little bit anxious, because emotions are highly, highly contagious. And from a conceptual standpoint, agency, our level of agency, always depends on the people we're surrounded by. It's expressed with and through our relationships with other people. And and I'm thinking of a young man I worked with recently. He's a junior in high school and uh, named Zach. And his grades were starting to go down, particularly in math. And uh, he was a little bit surprised, uh, but he was feeling like, "Eh, you know, it's just, it's math. It's the teacher. There's all these reasons. But he liked math. He was good at it. We started talking and he realized he he was sitting next to a young woman, one of his classmates, who was incredibly negative about the teacher. And so that right before they'd go into class, they would plan on sitting together. She was really fun to be with, but she had sort of this like sarcastic down way about her. And she would always put the teacher down and say something really negative about the class just before it started. And he started to put that together. And then he realized if he just sort of 
kept that at bay or decided to sort of sit a little bit further away from her, that he could get his mind more fully on what was happening in the class. So that was like sort of a very simple but great example of associate selectively. The community around us is really important too. So that would be like the company you work for, the city you live in, the state you live in, the country you live in. I mean, all of those things are aspects of associating selectively. And you have to nurture those if they're going to nurture you back. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. What does associating selectively with your community look like? Paul is going to give us an example with one of his corporate clients. Then, Tony and Paul look at this client through the lens of associating selectively. So Bill came in for a coaching session recently and complained that he was experiencing a lot of anxiety, a lot of irritability, and it was affecting his coworkers. He was getting into spats with coworkers, and he wasn't exactly sure why this was happening, but he was finding many of their behaviors more irritating. So I started asking him some questions. What, what's going on in your life? How, how, how are you sleeping? How are you eating? What's going on at home? Are you exercising? We went through all that kind of stuff. And it turned out that he was having a pretty significant conflict within his family that he was really upset about. It was a relationship problem. He, he and his wife had very different ideas about how they really wanted to live. It was a pretty core conflict. And, you know, they had very different temperaments. Um, you know, Bill is a very positive guy. Uh, his wife was quite negative most of the time. And normally he was able to pull her out of that, but it, it had just gotten a lot worse. So the, the problem was he, w- he was feeling enormous stress at home and at work. He had a very busy job. He was responsible for a lot. And so when he came into the office feeling ex- exhausted and stressed, he just didn't have the bandwidth emotionally to, to handle it. So let's apply the principles of associate selectively to this, right? So, you know, the first thing is you've got to get some awareness that, you know, you may be having trouble at work. But if you step back, try to get yourself calm, you can actually sort of pinpoint the problem. It may be the types of people that I'm closest to and the negativity that we share each other with each other. So that's the first step. But you also just have to recognize that you're you know, look, you're human, you know, you can have strong emotions. And if you're around people that you care about and love, you know what, you're going to pick up strong emotions from them and you're going to share them with them as well. You know, and you have to be honest with yourself. Maybe there are times when you're the one, in fact, that has all the negativity. It's really worth taking that moment and really thinking that through. In our closest relationships, we, we need to constantly be experimenting and improvising and trying new behaviors with the people closest to us as a way to 
move those relationships to a place of health. And a lot of times when people are stressed, have a problem, they, they tend to retreat and they don't, they don't work on those things. So a big important part of associating selectively is in the relationships with people you're closest to, it's really understanding if it's not going, if this relationship isn't going well, what, what can I do? How can I, how can I address it? Because it will affect your overall level of agency. And a lot of people aren't even quite sure if they're in relationships that are negative or they're affecting them, your emotional systems will let you know. You know, those are the signals. The brain is warning you. It's telling you, this doesn't feel right. And I want you to sort of like listen in to those emotional cues. And that's really why you're going to sort of stop, pause, slow your thinking down, change some of your habits. That's really going to get you there quicker. Again, agency is about taking action. It's about being more active as opposed to passive. And so in in relationships, it's thinking of yourself as a very active participant in those relationships. And if something if a relationship is not going well, first think about why is it happening and how do we get it onto a better path? That's important about associating selectively. Listening to Paul talk about Bill uh, in his work in the office, you know, it, it, it occurs to me that it was really important, you know, for Bill to think a lot more about his relationships, his relationships with his coworkers, uh, his relationship with his boss, his relationship uh, with his wife. Uh, and that's, that's the same thing that we all have to do every day. We want you also, the listener, to be able to do that. Yeah, the key takeaways for Bill were to pay greater attention to what was troubling him and don't just let his relationship at home spill over into the office and and start infecting his relationships at work but rather have a have a look at what was happening at home because that is very important that's a core relationship in his life and he uh, when he started focusing on that it started to improve both at home and and at work so one of the key takeaways is if you are observant if you're paying closer attention to the level of supportiveness in your closest relationships, that becomes a very important aspect of of associating selectively, and it will boost your agency. Start now. From this moment on, just for the rest of the day, try this. Just every time that you're meeting up with a new person or sitting down across from somebody, just be a little bit more aware of what are your emotional reactions. Uh, Check in with your body and see how you feel. Thanks for listening, and please hit subscribe. You can find out more about associating selectively with people in your life from Paul and Tony's new book, The Power of Agency. If you're enjoying the show, leave a rating and review on your podcast app. We'll be back with an episode about how moving your body helps your agency. To learn more about how to take back your personal agency, visit powerofagency.com. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.